Hey Vegas, thanks for joining us again right here on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show where Tiana and I are bringing you guys the news of what's happening in the Las Vegas real estate market straight from the professionals. That's right, each and every week right here. So make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Yes. Um, awesome. And you guys, we are um, airing every Thursday at 930. So if you're watching us live right now, this is where we're at. Same time, same channel. If you are not available at 930, just click download on whatever audio source you're listening on and you'll be notified every time when there's a new show. Whoop, whoop. We have awesome. our guest today who is a returning guest, Mike Cruz with Reside Realty. Um, Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself and thank you for coming back. Been in the business since 2004, uh, enjoying the ups and downs that we're going to talk about. <laughs> and uh, Right in the roller coaster. <laughs> opened my own brokerage uh, about a year and a half ago and really enjoying it and love working with clients. Yes. Buy, sell, and invest. Absolutely, absolutely. So you are the broker owner. Yes. Yes, of Reside, and you guys are over in Tivoli Village. Yes, we're located on the second floor in the office space of Tivoli Village. Okay, that's a great location. It Love is it. a great yeah. location. Beautiful, Beautiful yeah. views, quite right? The right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been quite the ride for you, 2004. You've seen all this market and every single crazy thing that has happened. All of it, and it watching it repeat itself to a certain extent <laughs> yeah don't say that or no we got this is, listeners out there that are fear-mongered no. into the news and they are so worried about everything <laughs> this is a good question though are we seeing a repeat are we back in because you were here yes 2006 7 8 what's the environment looking like today as opposed to then there's similarities but honestly no it's not a repeat okay it truthfully is so different um People have equity in their homes now. Back in 2008, people, the majority of people bought at the top of the market versus this last market we had, inventory was so low, there were not a lot of sellers, not a lot of buyers. So the people that are owning homes currently, they still have a ton of equity. Mm -hmm. And I don't foresee us having all those foreclosures hit the market. And short sales. Right. And one thing that I was thinking about just yesterday is everyone has jobs. I mean, there's more yes. jobs than people right now, right? right? Like people right. can pay for their homes. All they have to do is go to work. Yeah. <laughs> like so I agree with all of that, right? There's at least, um, what is it, 80% of people have at least 40% equity in their house right now, which is so different. But on the news, you will hear everybody talk about the losses of jobs are coming. Like there was already- They're coming. Right. Right. And I think there may be some, however, there's still other jobs to, that they're looking to fill. Yeah. So, and the unemployment's actually so low right now, it won't really hurt the economy, I don't think, if it were to go up a little bit. Well, that's I very could be, interesting. That's just my, and here locally in Las Vegas, especially. Yeah. The casinos are still reporting record uh, revenue. They are. So and as long as that's happening, our local market here even if the rest of the country takes a little bit of a hit, yeah, our numbers might go down a little bit, but I still think they're gonna be above what they were in 2019. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And our last jobs report was just released and it was it was strong. Yeah. It was, it was good. Yeah. No, Vegas is doing very well. So, I, and I think we're gonna, we're, oh, I actually, I know we're gonna get in a lot of this, like what the media is saying and 
it, it's more like they're trying to scare people than, you know, they're they're reporting more negative than positive. Like, oh, the job losses are coming. Well, that's the special sauce of sales, <laughs> right? They're trying to keep you hooked and on and something to talk about and we love the news. Yeah. Right. That's why we do a news show. So That's why we do we a news show. Exactly. <laughs> the exact reason. So let's talk what's going on in inventory right now. Okay. Our numbers are fun. Um, <laughs> so it's crazy week over week watching it just in this past uh, four to six weeks, the changes that have happened. Okay, yeah. give them to us. Hit us. What do you got? 6247 single Sing family homes on the market. Okay. Yeah, Mike, where were they last time when you were on the show? You were on about a year I, ago or no, earlier in the year? Earlier in the year. It was the second or third week in February. Okay. And if I recall, it was just over 1,800 at the time. That make, that sounds about right. So it's that's, based that, more that than triple. That is about right. Yeah, sixty-two forty-seven from eighteen hundred. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Good good job, Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get those listings. All right, buyers, where are you at? Let's get go. Get those listings. That means all of our agents are out there working their tails off right. getting those listings. Um, price reduction sixteen forty-six. Okay, so that's not a big jump from last week. Yeah. Not, we that, got more stock, but not a lot of price reduction. Yeah, our, our price reductions is close to what our inventory was. <laughs> yeah, back then in February, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, those price reductions, it's just that, that, that come to Jesus moment with the sellers. You know, it's like these, these are not, you know, the home is not going to sell at this price. We got to get the price adjusted to be able to get buyers in there. Um, right. and, and that is right now with all the inventory, those price reductions aren't even being as impactful as they were before. Right. That's absolutely well, true. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you what I've done with my listings and what I'm telling my agents to do with their listings. Maybe instead of taking a price reduction, mm -hmm. put into, speak with their sellers and actually put into the comments that they're willing to buy down the interest rate, pay, sell, pay buyers closing costs. Okay. Yeah. Give the buyers some incentives. Yeah. And I, I think we're back to a market where those um, agent bonuses are going to <laughs> come in effect. Oh, I'm I, seeing them on the MLS. Yeah, yeah. And from the builders. Yeah, yeah and from the builders. So, <laughs> so those are, you know, it's been a while since we've seen anything like that. We've had completely the opposite of it over the last couple of years, but I think we're back in, right. back in those, um, you know, let, let's incentivize them to choose your home over the others. And it's a beauty contest when it comes to the homes these days. You really well, got Well, because we have options for our buyers. Yeah. Right. Put your best foot forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, 1,411 new listings over the last week. Solid. Good. That's a yep. good number. It's a good number. Yep. Um, I, I did this week. I usually don't report these numbers, but this week I just decided to take a look at these and see how many went into contract. Okay. What do you got? So, what do you got? 765. Okay. It's so let's look at that for a minute. Yeah. 765. Wow, that's awesome. But 1,400 new listings. So there's two new listings for everyone going into contract is what you're telling me. Yes. This is true. Those yeah. are what we call options for buyers. Right. Those are <laughs> options for buyers. Those are. And those numbers, I've looked at those numbers over the years. Um, when I've had, whenever I've had like a buyer that I'm shopping with, you know, just, just over since I've been in real estate, if I ever have a buyer that I'm shopping with and we're having a hard time, I take a look like how many, how many are going in contract versus how many listed? Because if we're having a hard time getting in a contract, there's an inventory issue. And usually the number's higher in contract than listed right. over the seven day period. Right. 
right? So having it yeah. half is is definitely a big change. We're quickly approaching a full-blown buyer's market is what that tells me. Right, and of those 700 that do go under contract, we're seeing some of them fall out. That's right. a good number because that's our next number. Oh, well, <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. See, she set me right up. Oh, uh, it was all part of the plan. <laughs> we rehearsed it, I swear. Yeah, um, 247 back on the market in seven days. I, that's, that's a huge amount of fallouts. That's a lot of fallout. It is. Um, we need to look at why are they canceling. Mm -hmm. Our, I don't think the issue is probably repairs on most of them. I don't believe um, so. Found a better I deal. Found a better deal is the bottom line. There are so many options out there. The buyers, they're not quitting looking when they finally get an accepted deal. Mm-hmm. They that's keep true. looking. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think a lot of them come into the market and they have the fear like, okay, it's been so crazy. I might not get a house. So then they get a house and they're like, yay, I have a house. And all of a sudden something new and shiny shows up and they're like, but I love that countertop or I love that backyard and I think we can get that. Right. And so they're being a little more picky now that they have that luxury. Yeah. 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 And one case I've seen is where the accepted offer was on a contingency of them selling their property out of state. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not just here that things have changed a little bit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so when they weren't able to sell that out of state property, they had no choice but to cancel. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're back to, um, you know, I mean, I it, as a seller, don't be uh, shocked if a buyer comes and asks for $10,000 repair credit, you know, like that's, that's, uh, it's yeah. not, doesn't mean you have to agree to that. Of course, that's where we come in with negotiations, but we're back at these, we're, we're back at this time where the buyers are calling the shots. I think we are in a buyer's market. I do as well. Yeah. It like flipped quick. Yeah. Yeah. It, like it, 10 days ago it was, oh, we're shifting. And then now we're like, no, no, it's definitely buyer friendly. Yeah. This is, this is the, I think this is probably the strongest of the buyer's market I've been in since I've been in real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wow. it's, um, it, it's, it's shifted very quickly. But negotiations, negotiations are great, great for buyers. And well, it's kind of nice right. too as an agent because now we get to hold our value. Before things were just flying off the shelves, and our buyers were mad at us because they thought we were working for the other side. And, right. You know, we felt <laughs> it was like no, Make them pay more. Right, right, right. I'm not telling you to come over appraised value because right. I love you spending all your cash. I just need you to know that if you want the house, this is what we're doing. Now our role has changed. And we get to use our strengths in negotiation. We can truly represent our buyers. I love that. And negotiate for them. Yeah, I think yeah. it's great. I'm glad to be back to doing that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then on, on listings, we have to we have to do more marketing now. Right. We yeah. have to work. We have to we have to <laughs> right. work now. We didn't have to. It was kind of like vacation, not vacation. It was hell, it, if I'm it, being honest. It was not. It, it, it was, was not just great. writing yeah. offer after offer after offer and just trying to be the first one to the punch. I mean, I remember the first weekend I went out and had to do open houses, and there were lines at open houses, and I was like, hmm, don't well, love this. No. And as a listing agent, I'm sorry, but I don't miss sifting through 30 offers either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard, hours. especially when you get a lot of offers that are so identical and you're going apples for right. apples. Like, how are you going to make the decision? Glad that wasn't yeah. my decision to make. Yeah. And then you have all those like unethical people that are sending offers and they're, 
you know, sending BS offers just to get you to take their offer. Mm -hmm. And then once you're in contract, it's like nothing but hassle with them the whole way through. It, it's, it's just... Right. Like, the news is spinning it now. Like, oh, 15% of those... Um, that go under contract are getting canceled now and blah, blah, blah. But back then, so many were getting canceled because people were just dropping offers on everything contingent upon seeing, oh, we didn't like it, you know, the area wasn't good. Mm -hmm. Things were moving so fast, people couldn't really do their due diligence, so they were canceling. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And on that, um, I know uh, personally, um, I was uh, impacted with this on on a listing that we had, but I've heard a lot of local, a lot of people locally. A lot of these hedge funds backed out. Yep. And these hedge funds, even up until a few weeks ago, were still buying all of these properties for rental properties. Mm -hmm. You know, if you had a turnkey property that was only a couple years old and really good condition, there's a couple companies, I could name them, but I won't put their names out there, that were just, <laughs> you know, they'd, they'd make you a really good offer on the property, a strong offer, it was a cash offer, and, you know, obviously in the environment that we're in, sellers were like, okay, I'll go for it. Yeah. And um, they just canceled a bunch of their escrows. They canceled one of ours over the last couple of weeks because they've re-reviewed their numbers and the market, and they are—they no longer want to move forward. So this happened over the last two weeks um, nationwide, and it had a huge effect. Well, and you speak of the hedge funds. I had a uh, client that's going to be listing soon. He had gotten an offer from an iBuyer. Yeah. And his iBuyer over the last three weeks dropped their offer a hundred thousand dollars. Jeez, yes. okay, that's yeah. significant. It, yes. it is, and and I get. So I have a um, I have a service that I had you know had, had opted into a while back, where every time I'm I'm putting in a listing, I see what's the iBuyer. They they send it out to a pool of iBuyers, and right. what's their what's those what's those cash offers looking like? Whoa, they're not even they're not even right. attractive anymore. I'm like, ha, ah, not my competition. And yeah. Three months ago, yeah. they were offering above market price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, they're nowhere they're, near it. That was it. the beauty. Right. They're nowhere near it now. I I, I looked at a home uh, yesterday, just yesterday, that was um, comped at about four seventy five. And the iBuyer offer was 303 to 360. I was yeah. like, there's no way they'd even yeah. consider that okay, one. Okay, so I'm going to be an iBuyer. I want yeah, to buy right? everything up. <laughs> well, we're back at the market where we, and this is how it, it's, I guess, supposed to be, or that's why I feel like it's supposed to be, where the cash offers are unreasonable. Those are for the people that just can't, they need to sell their home and they right. can't get it market ready for whatever reason. Right. That's when you go to a cash offer. It's unreasonable because they need return to flip. Historically, that's what it's what that's what those offers Absolutely. are supposed to be. But what we've seen over the last couple of years is like, whoa, what's, what's yeah? Going well, the on? past right. couple of years have just been a fun roller coaster ride. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And Go ahead. add something real quick. What I've been seeing though is these economists out there, including Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they're still predicting gains over the next twelve to eighteen months. Yeah, yeah. So while we're talking about, oh my gosh, the sky is falling, inventory is way up. They're still predicting prices are going to go up. Right. And if that happens with interest rates going up, buyers don't wait. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a good time to buy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this is a good point here, too. So we're having um, a, a lot of, I, I feel like media is, is just this feeding frenzy again, right? Which is what they do. Right. Of, oh, the market's crashing, the market's crashing, let's report everything about this, but not really report the, 
what what the reporting and what's really happening are two different things right. but buyers are panicking as a result to what they're reporting which is slowing down the market sellers are panicking which is putting all the homes on the market and i feel like we are still in a period where things are going to settle and it's not going to be as bad as it looks right they're talking about 10 to 13 percent the economists are talking about 10 to 13 percent adjustment Nationally. yeah and th and that's not that's not horrible. I'm sorry. It's not horrible. No. It, it's, it's not what you want to hear. You don't want to hear prices are going down at all, but that's really not, I feel like that's a necessary and um, reasonable adjustment compared to where we were. Right. You don't want to see a drastic drop and we're in the business, so we see it all the time. There's always an ebb and flow and we're constantly shifting, but it's nothing drastic. It's not like the ground is falling out from underneath us. We're still right. able and, to. And that's what makes us different now than back in 2008, 2009. Right. Is those, what was set up then, we were set up for failure then. Right. Versus now it's We were a totally house of different. cards back then. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And even if the overall economy goes into a recession, if you look back in history with recessions in the United States, in the bulk of those recessions, the housing market still increased. Really? Yeah. That's Which is yeah. nice. That, that, and even in the worst recessions, the housing market recovered and recovered fairly right, quickly, quickly in consideration. So Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, our June uh, GLVAR statistics just released. Um, they said that there was, um, or not, not even just GLVAR nationwide, over it's 60. LVR now. <laughs> LVR, yes. You're sorry. just too old school. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, well, nationwide, over 60,000 homes were back on the market in June. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like the July, uh, July is going to, you know, those numbers are going to increase, but we're still in the early, early stages of July. We'll see what happens the rest of the month. Right. And, um, and, for locally, um, we're showing that our sales numbers were down. Um, our median home price dropped. Um, but again, I, we're still early stages of July. We'll see how this month plays out. But I think that that's going to drop a little bit more this month as well. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so again, the concessions for rate buy-downs, these are something that... Um, Right now in this market, we're talking about it's a lot more buyer friendly and, and having that those um, concessions and opportunities there for buy downs for the rates is something that buyers are not, they're too worried right now and too panicked with what's being reported on the news to think about what the opportunity is there. Right. The opportunity right now, three months ago, you needed cash to buy a house. Absolutely. Now you have your down payment, you're good to go. Get your closing costs paid for even get a little extra to buy that rate down. Yeah, I like the extra buy the rate down. That's good marketing um, right. versus like a price drop and make every, mm -hmm. I like that they're offering rate buy downs and I would ask for a rate buy down in my offers. Right. And there are a lot of mortgage lenders out there that feel the rates will probably come down again next year. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a couple mortgage lenders out there pushing 2-1 buy downs. Yeah. So get that... Uh, lower interest rate to start with for the first couple of years. Well, that seems to be the only thing right now with the buyers that I'm dealing with is the fear of this interest rate and how it affects their right. payment, whatever. So if you can get a seller to buy that down instead of reducing price, then it's sort of a win-win for everybody. Seller's happy, and then buyer gets their uh, interest rate fear taken care of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I, yeah. I think that, again, it's um, it, it's just looking at 
stop panicking and look at this. Re, uh, yeah, like, look at the big picture. Look at and the big picture. We all know the new real estate saying is marry the house, not the rate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's gone viral. What can I say? It no, has. <laughs> yes. That's a, I, I've repeated that way too yeah, much right? lately. <laughs> I think I have it on a couple t-shirts now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should. That, right, yeah. that should be our new logo. You should get t-shirts. I, I, I'm down for the t-shirts. Um, so again, they say that this is the highest rate of cancellation since the start of COVID. I, I think that that's a little piece of the 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 report that people need to Are, look at. Well, and I think they're saying that nationally, right? Yeah. Because in, I've seen myself, other than a bunch of investors like pulling out, I've seen more cancellations during the feeding frenzy that was a few months ago because people were just, or so many homes back when, um, we didn't have days on market and things were flying off the shelves. There were so many no shows until you're into contract contingent mm -hmm. upon viewing. And mm -hmm. so you'd get there and they'd be like, yeah, not even in my wildest dreams could I live here. We're you're done. absolutely right. And it goes back to the fear mongering in the media. You touched on it. You mentioned that the local news did a story on cancellations. Why is the local news doing a story on real estate cancellations? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're keeping them When informed. do they know about real estate? Yeah, well, no, right. So thank you, local news, for trying to keep the Valley informed. But when the Valley needs to be informed, they're going to come here to Realty Check because we'll give you the goods. Look at this, though. Okay, so back when we had 1,800 in inventory, for instance, and there's 30 offers on a house, and you're negotiating an offer with a buyer, and the buyer goes into contract, how quickly did that status change? Right. Yeah. It hung around. It hung around for a minute. No one cared about days on the market back then. Yeah. Right now, you get an offer, you change the status immediately because if you do have to go back on the market, you don't want your days on the market to tally up more than they need to tally. There is a little bit of a strategy there. We're talking only a couple of days. I don't think anybody was doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. Right, just but enough to make my buyers nervous. The I, next morning, they'd right. all be like, hey, it's still on the market. Yeah, right. it's not March, it hasn't changed yet. And I'm like, Slow your roll, we're yeah. good. Well, people were doing three-day due diligence, so they had to do their home inspection the same day they're depositing EMD. So the, the, the listing agent didn't want to change the status yet. Right. So it, or, or your buyer saying, why won't they take my offer? It still says it's available. Oh my oh, gosh, the worst, <laughs> right? So I, I feel like those numbers, yeah. those numbers are a little skewed just because as real estate professionals, we see that change right now in the market where um, I, you know, back on the market, maybe all of the back on the markets weren't being tallied correctly right. during that time because of that. Yeah, I think there was a discrepancy well, in all of it, right? A as a bit. listing agent, though, why would you put it back on the market when you had a cancellation when you had six backup offers? Right. Absolutely. That was always you, you weird, too. You didn't want too. to start the frenzy again. Right. Yeah, and, and and start all the yeah. Then you know, every time you put it active, you get a hundred offers. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no. Clearly, those numbers weren't yeah. legitimate. And to my point, there's always cancellations. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's nothing newsworthy about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, they happen <laughs> in every market for yeah. a, a variety of reasons. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, there's nothing. Unusual. Newsworthy. Yeah. They're like, we need to fill a minute and 30 here. What can we throw in there? Yeah. Right. Scare some people. It, it's, it's back to the fear. You know, I, it, as soon as they find something else to move on to to make people scared of, they're going to get they're They're going to let housing do do whatever it's going to do. 
do whatever it's going to do. Right. I just feel like the media right now is just, just adding fuel to the fire, making it worse than what it really is. Mm -hmm. So that's not helping us out at all. Um, local news. So we have some local news here in Vegas. Um, let's talk about Elvis for a minute. <laughs> He's still alive, just so you know. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, so this is the kind of commercial, but it does go a little bit back to uh, residential. The Heartland Mansion recently got demolished. Um, this is, over the last few years, it's been a wedding chapel venue, you know, a, a, a vacation spot. And um, they, uh, it's downtown Las Vegas. Uh, it recently got purchased by the owners of the adult superstore. So it did. <laughs> so he, we just love that history is going to be replaced with something uh, more Vegas, yeah, I guess. More, more Vegas. More Vegas. <laughs> It's everywhere. More it's modern adults. Vegas, I guess. More modern <laughs> Vegas, yeah. So, yeah, so there was two sides to that, right? The news went out and got all the neighbors. We're so sad to see it go. It's a piece of history. And, you know, I get all of that. And then I believe you were like, I think the city should sort of regulate or have it as history to where they couldn't tear it down because they did everything right. They bought it, they got the permits, they tore it down. It's his property. He can do what he wants with it, right? Yeah. Right. But so then I always have to go back like, well, if you cared so much about the history of Vegas, then it should have been protected and nobody made those efforts until it was gone. Right. Now right. they all and sit and cry about it. Yeah. Um, Which I get it. I'm sad about it. Right. But we have to realize we live in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Is anything truly here to stay? No, when people come here and they laugh and they're like, oh, I don't want a, an old home, I want a new home. I'm like, everything in Vegas is new. Right. We're known for, oh, that's old, let's tear down and rebuild. Right, and it's 10 years old, by the way. Right, right, no, it's not. <laughs> like the house that my brother lives in was built in like 1902 in Minnesota and then here they're like oh I don't want an old house I'm like I don't really consider 1998 old, old right so <laughs> yeah but it is it for is. Vegas standards and I guess in reading an article it was online and somebody had commented and this kind of sums it up if the Mirage volcano it, isn't sacred, nothing is. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is so true. sad. Oh yeah. I just remembered that. I forgot all about the volcano. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, things get ripped down and everybody's like, oh, it's so sad, it's gone. And it's sad. We do have a piece of that history. We're not grounded in history like other parts of the country, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. except for at Lake Mead, where our uh, history uncovers itself well, yeah. due to a drought. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Whole other subject. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, I don't know. The adult superstore owners did what he needed to do. He bought the property. He had the money. He got the permits. Nothing that he did was illegal or wrong. So right. it affected the people across the street. The neighbors weren't happy. I get it. Yeah. I get it, but it's not their we property. We have neighborhoods all the time where something goes in and somebody's not happy about it. Yeah, yeah, because you can't please everybody. Right. <laughs> so this was originally... Um, it, it, it was originally a private residence. It was. It was originally constructed in 1940, had a fire, burnt down, then it got reconstructed based off of the original, you know, plan or whatever. So I guess it wasn't truly historic. However, 
Elvis had partied there, Frank Sinatra, there had been, you I've know. I've partied there. there. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> really? <laughs> I, 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 that's, a whole, that's a whole other story, too, you guys. Yeah. I, I, I never went, I, I looked at the photos, like, how come I never went there? Yeah. Like, no, no, I'm, no, I'm sad I didn't get to visit. And now you'll never get the chance. Yes. But there'll probably be an amazing adult superstore there you could frequent yeah. if you're interested. That's okay, I think I'll pass. But that, <laughs> it was the largest private residence ever built in Las Vegas, and I believe it was 31,000 square feet. So pretty massive, pretty it, amazing. It definitely earned house. mansion. Yeah, so it definitely deserved the name mansion. So we're, I'm, I'm sad to see it go, um, even though I never got to visit it. The right. photos looked amazing. Yeah, well, the whole thing is it's part of progression of the city, right? It's downtown. It's a good location. If you want to add to the cityscape there, then I don't know what the plans for it are. I don't, I don't really know that he's putting an adult superstore there. I think that's the plans. I, I, I don't know. I don't want to report fake There's news. There's one but. fairly <laughs> close. I mean, I don't know why yeah. I know that. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm not sure. Maybe another mansion. I don't know. But yeah. hopefully hopefully something nice goes there. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it, it is. It's, well, it's uh, going to be commercial, right? It's own commercial now. It's on Las yes. Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. So yeah. it is it's downtown. It's not going to be a house. Yeah. So it's not Maybe going to be residence. Yeah. Let's put a skyscraper there. Not going to be Just a residence. Right. It's downtown, so it did. Uh, you know, it did end up to be prime real estate. So mm -hmm. that's um, that's what happens. Then there's there's other parts of the city that have houses that are now commercial. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Look yeah. at Eastern Avenue between like Tropicana and Russell. Yeah. yeah. Jones. Jones, right there by the <laughs> 95. Yeah. 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 Those were all once homes, and then they became prime real estate for yeah. commercial. Right commercial properties and it's uh, it is one of those things that happens. I feel like I wish that we would keep some history in Vegas. I mean, I mean so we don't have a great his I don't say, I shouldn't say we don't have a great historical society. We do. We have people out there working and trying to preserve the community and I love that, but unfortunately they always seem to be a bit behind. So I don't know that the I don't know whether it's their passion or the limitations placed on them by the city or what the discrepancy is on why we can't keep those historical things. But we do have like the old Huntridge Historic I District. I was just going to say the okay. Huntridge area is great. Yeah. And the developer there now, Jay Dapper, he's doing a really good job of trying to keep the old feel of the neighborhood. Right. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I love that. And that... That is something that I hope we see more of in Vegas because it's, it's recently I visited California and I visited the Winchester mansion. Nice. Uh -huh. Yes. So amazing. Right. But just think about that. What if somebody came there and they were like, oh, you know what? This house sucks and, and tore it down and never preserved it. We wouldn't have that. Right. But here's the thing. I'm going to be devil's advocate again. Right. They did the right thing. They purchased the house. It's their house. They can do what they want with it. They got the permits from the city to tear it down. There was no holdup. It was out there. People knew it was coming down. It wasn't a surprise. Yeah. So if something, actions were going to be made, you can't cry about spilled milk. Right. It right. happened. I'm Why, sorry. Yeah. You should have taken the steps right. earlier. Your next step is to go and preserve 10 buildings in place of the one that we lost. Right. And, yeah. the, and the neighbors, I'm sure we they have were notified. buildings in Vegas? <laughs> There's <laughs> only six left. No. Yeah, yeah. We better get those six on the list. Yeah. yeah. They were notified ahead of time, yeah. so there was yeah. time no, to, there was. to do something about it. Yeah, and, absolutely. But it did move quickly according to the neighbors, and sometimes that's the way Vegas rolls. We, we're action, man. Right. Progress is going to happen mm -hmm. whether you, 
you can come along or get left behind. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Move follower, yeah. get out the way. That's it. <laughs> Stay out of my fast lane, people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so great show. Uh, I, if you guys are watching the show every week, um, we do have listener questions where you can email us and we'll answer the questions live on the show. That address is VegasRealtyCheck at gmail.com. Just send your questions to that email. We'll answer them uh, right here live whenever we air. So, Mike, how do people get in contact with you? Give me a call, 702-286-3434. If there's any agents out there watching that want to do an open house, my company, we have listings available that need open houses as soon as this weekend. So. Oh, that was just telling for our market right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> market has shifted. You're going to see open house signs everywhere yes. out there. Yeah, so, yeah. So yes, and and agents, brand new agents, people that are new in real estate, you don't have to have your own listing to do an right. open house at it. You can do an open house at somebody else's listing. And as a listing agent, I prefer to have other people do the open houses because um, it's not because I don't want to do open houses or anything like that, but it's because I feel like the buyers when they come into a home and you're not the listing agent that's in there they're more comfortable talking with you and you're going to have a better success rate of getting that buyer into contract whereas if they go in and they see that you're the listing agent they're definitely they put their brakes on almost everything that you say from that point on because they know that you're representing the seller right, right. You're just trying to give us a pitch on this house. Yeah, you're just trying to give me a sales pitch. But when you say, no, I'm not the listing agent. I'm a neutral, you know, a, a, another agent that's neutral to this property. I always property. say I'm your new buyer agent. Yeah. Well, there you, <laughs> there go. you go. Meet your new buyer's agent. So I, I just, I really feel like the overall success rate of that happening is better. And sometimes, too, uh, you know, having that other buyer's agent that says, this isn't the property for you or or let's compare this property to the one across the street. The listing agent isn't going to do that. They're not going to take you to that other listing to show you the property. They're going to try to push you on that home where having a, a another agent the, to do the open house, they're going to show you your options. And then you still might choose that home right, once right. you see your options. So I just think that's better. So yes, if you're an agent out there and you need uh, somewhere to do an open house, contact Mike and um, he will, uh, sounds like he has, they have some listings Get for you. Get you connected. Gets you connected, Fair gets enough. you set up, and it's yeah. a great way to meet buyers. Great way to to do some legion. Tiana, what yes, do you what do you have to what do you have to say here? Well, I was just gonna say that if anybody needs to talk to me, I know everybody wants to talk to Mike, but if anybody no. wants to get a hold of me, you can always call or text me too with any of your real estate questions or if you're inquiring about the valley or anything at 702-379-9948. And how do they get a hold of you, Trish? 702-308-2878. And uh, yeah, call, text, send a messenger pigeon, messenger, I, <laughs> email us. Will someone please send me a messenger pigeon? I've never got You've one. Never gotten no, one. me either. No, and I hear about this all the time. I've never. I, I just man, I'm living my best life. I've actually got a messenger pigeon, <laughs> but I did, you know, have a background in bird. It's been bird training, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well. I was partied at the mansion. I got a messenger pigeon. Wow. Checking off everything on my bucket list, people. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty impressive background there. So uh, thank you guys for joining. If you're watching the show, please like, comment, share, tell your friends about us, and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.